Welcome to the Warrior Way podcast, where we talk about all things Liberty Christian School. I'm your host for today, Jared Malinchuk, Assistant Head of School, and I'm so glad you're joining us for today's show. Today is episode number 35, and we're talking excellence and demonstrating leadership with our upper school dean of students, Mr. Greg Oglesby. So with that, let's dive into today's conversation. Greg, thanks for being on the podcast today. How are you doing? Great. Appreciate the opportunity to be here. I appreciate that you're here. We got a lot of great stuff to cover. I would love for our Liberty community to hear a little bit about not just your upper school dean of students experience. We'll get to that in a few minutes, but just an overview of your great wealth and experience in education and coaching. Uh, Give us an overview of some of your professional background. I had my first coaching job in 1980 in Oregon, first teaching job in 82. And this will be my 43rd year of coaching, either high school or club, and retired from South Lake Carroll in 2018 to come to Liberty. Wow. I wasn't necessarily looking to retire, but uh, made a move for the better. Very, <laughs> very pleased to be here. Absolutely. So what, along that journey of you know 80 to now, what were some of the, the highlight, you know, maybe titles or position you held in, during some of those years? Sure. I had the opportunity to start programs at Grapevine High School and South Lake Carroll High Schools, uh, teach history, as well as a few other things, coached pretty much every sport <laughs> at both places <laughs> along the way. Uh, but soccer was always, you know, my passion. Uh, I was very blessed with the programs I was able to establish and direct. And that's beautiful. Had quite a bit of talent there. So you made this after, you know, essentially four decades in some education coaching capacity. You made this transition to Liberty. What what was it about at this stage of your career, coming to Liberty? What you knew about the school, and maybe even what you enjoy about about being here? Yeah, you know, Liberty had always been on my radar. Taught with somebody at South Lake Carroll that her daughter went to Liberty. Okay, uh, I coached. Uh, a young lady whose father was on the board here at Liberty. So it's kind of always in the back of my mind. And getting up in years and getting closer to retirement, that's always yep. you know something I was considering. And so I kind of started tracking the school and looking at the websites and some jobs came up. So applied, uh, interviewed, and uh, Dr. McCullough was kind enough to hire me and the rest is history. Your current title right now, you've worn some different hats at Liberty is upper school dean of students. And so first question on that for from an outsider looking in, they, they see that title. Uh, what are some of the things as part of the administrative team in upper school that you get to do as part of being a dean of students? Sure. I, I love my job. I get to work with Mrs. Lytle and Mr. Lopez and help them in running pretty much all aspects of the upper school. And there are some areas I don't go into, sure. such as teacher supervision and things like that. Right. But planning, organization, discipline, uh, duties could probably go on and on yes but just whatever needs to be done i'm happy to jump in and and do it and as the school's grown and, and flourished it always seems to be one more thing that can be addressed and, and <laughs> That's absolutely right taken care of so what do you what do you observe i know just in talking to you even off off air here if you will you've shared many times over the years where you could sense god was at work and through your coaching and different uh different eras if you will how do you see God in your work on a day-to-day? Is as a dean of students, is for some that are picking up uh, what you're describing, it can be taxing at times, right? There may be discipline, there may be issues you're, you're faced with. Uh, how do you see God's hand involved with some of the day-to-day activity? You know, at the end of every day, you know God's got a plan. And it's our job to listen to that plan. Mm. And it's easy to get distracted by everything out there that's pulling our attention one way or another. But uh, the thing I love here is that we all come from a same background. 
You know, we're all going to put Christ first. We're all going to put the kids right up there. Which, mm. You know, we answer questions, well, what's best for the kids? That's right. And if we do that, then it's going to be a successful school. And we're going to grow and we're going to be uh, in the business of changing kids' lives. And it's such a, you know, challenging time in their lives when they're going through middle school and high school and they're searching and they, and they need reassurance and they need direction and they need somebody to listen to them. And, uh, I love the conversations I get to have in my office um, <laughs> because we address a particular issue, uh, but I love the conversations that go down a side road. Amen. And you just start talking about where they're going to go to college or what are they going to study or what are they interested in here. And they're very open and they want to talk and they want to share. And we all want somebody to listen to us. So I think that's one thing I enjoy doing is just kind of lending an ear. That's beautiful. You know, in addition to your work here as an upper school dean of students, the other piece of this podcast today, I wanted to, to give some special recognition to Greg. Not that he is the type of person that wants this sort of thing, but there was a really special thing that happened in your life just recently. And we wanted to be a part of celebrating that with you. And specifically, for those of you who have not heard or maybe seen the, the posting on our website, Coach uh, Oglesby, in this case, was just inducted into the Texas Association of Soccer Coaches Hall of Honor, which is a pretty impressive feat when I say this. Uh, there are roughly 40-plus uh, coaches that have been inducted, and uh, Greg just joined the crowd. And he, as he mentioned earlier, back to 1980, starting at Oregon State, all the way to now, over 40 years of coaching, this is a person that has, we're talking state and national championships, 500 victories. Uh, he referenced starting programs at Grapevine and, and Carroll uh, ISD, that is. Just a phenomenal career you've had there. And so I, I first wanted to say congratulations to you. And we're, we're, I know we're at this point in your professional career in this journey, but it's been a long road to get here and a lot of successes, I'm sure a lot of highs and lows. It could be on a whole other podcast to go through some of those. So tell us, when did you first learn about this induction? And then I know you just participated in the ceremony. And it's just what was the experience like? Maybe some, uh, some thoughts you had from going through that. Sure. Yeah, it was an amazing experience. I learned a couple of years ago that I had been nominated. I uh, actually got a phone call this summer in July. You know, then you start planning and thinking about it. And the <laughs> ceremony was in Galveston the weekend before Thanksgiving. And they tied into a clinic and convention. There's over 900 coaches there. Wow. And there was clinicians from England and college and all over Texas. So there's vendors and clinics and sessions that you go to. And then Friday evening is the induction ceremony and a dinner. And very special. Mm. You pick somebody to introduce you. And I really didn't even have to think twice. I wanted my wife introduce me because as you referenced a minute ago, yeah. she's seen all the highs, <laughs> but she's seen all the lows. And I think behind any uh, successful coach, you know, there's somebody that allows you to come home and, and event and keep yeah. you grounded. And, That's right. and maybe every now and then and say, Hey, notice that you kind of were getting a little too firm with the kids out there. So <laughs> back off a little bit. Yes. But yeah, so that was great. So she introduced me and then you give a speech and really neat what they've done over the last few years. They now give you a blazer, Hall of Honor blazer and a, a ring and a couple other things, uh, but pictures. And then uh, it was neat because I think there's 42 of us now mm -hmm. and about 26 of us were there. So they line oh. you up and take a photo and it was just very humbling to kind of look around. Wow. And then, okay, you guys sit right here, and we're the new, <laughs> new guys with this crew of people that have had, you know, tremendous success. That I think star, soccer started as a UIL sport in 1983 mm. in Texas, 
And TASCO was formed shortly after that. I was actually part of the first clinics that would go around to, I remember doing a clinic in Waxahachie and everybody there was more familiar with a different type of football. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we did introduce that, hey, there's another <laughs> sport here. <laughs> Uh, but it's grown since then, and a couple of the members, myself, did a few other clinics, and it got better, and coaches became more knowledgeable and took it serious, and it grew. And so anyway, in 19, 2010, they established the Hall of Honor to recognize the coaches that have been around and have been doing it for quite a few years. And so they have some criteria, but the organization's really done a great job of building up the sport and promoting it and providing resources for coaches to continue to grow because in anything, you if you're not growing, uh, I don't believe you're staying the same. You're regressing. Right. So you, if you want to progress and go forward, you learn and you study and try to become better Amen. at your craft. And we do that here with, you know, with right. our professional development right. and the things that we do from the educational standpoint. So I, I love that. I love learning, reading, continuing to improve. And when I'm done, that's when I need to completely retire. So what a beautiful moment in your life and probably had a lot of reflection and thoughts that were going through your mind in this process. I would love for our listeners to hear from you. We were talking about someone, not just with the level of success that you've had, but also just all the life experience on and off the field. Are there maybe a couple of nuggets of wisdom you could share with parents? We do offer a final word in this episode too. This We get a two for today with, <laughs> with Greg, but what are some, maybe one or two things you could share that a perspective that, uh, that this 40 plus years of experience has taught you? You know, a couple of things I really focused with the coaches I mentored and my teams over the years uh, is one, it's just a, a little phrase, but I would repeat it endlessly. It's do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Hmm. And think about that for a second. You know what's right. And especially when your demographics are 16, 17, 18 year olds, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but let's just think and do it because it's right. And you want to do the right thing because they do. They really do. And so if you can just get them to slow down and think a little bit mm. uh, about their actions and that kind of tied in the next slogan that I would use every Friday night for the last 15 years or so of my career, be it practice or a game. But the last thing I said to the boys was remember who you are and what you represent. Mm. And that had come from a lesson that I had done emphasizing that you're not representing yourself. You're representing uh, the Lord. You're representing your community, your school, mm. your family, and it's bigger than you. And you owe it to all those people and groups to be the very best that you can be and to be a reflection of that. And I loved it after uh, a while. It got to the point where I would just stand up and say, all right, remember, and they would just take it from the rest. And they literally handed it down from one year to the next, brothers, uh, they would learn it, you know, when they were in middle school. Love that. Just know they'd be saying that. Well, again, congratulations and uh, your Hall of Honor induction and much more. Your contributions here at Liberty, uh, we're very grateful. And uh, again, congratulations, Gray, on your success. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the lightning round. You're going to have our guests answer as many questions as possible in 30 seconds. Greg, are you ready? What if I say no? <laughs> there is no choice here. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Favorite Christmas time dessert? Pecan pie. Favorite TV show of all time? I'm going way back. Probably Happy Days. Fastest speed ever driven in a car? Take a guess. 110. <laughs> and that was on a legal racetrack, I'm sure. 
Biggest coaching pet peeve. When the <laughs> referee <laughs> has told a coach, not never me, two, two or three times, that's it. I'm going to throw you out. I'm going to give you a yellow card. And the coach just keeps on wearing the referee out. Yeah. Fans don't like that either. No, I'm, I'm kidding about never me. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's a Dean of Students question for you. Best excuse, or just give me an example, best excuse you've heard for being out of dress code? My parents didn't tell me. <laughs> and last but not least, tell us your hidden talent or hobby that we don't know about you. I actually love to sing and perform in the show choir all throughout high school and actually did it once in college, Oklahoma, at Oregon State University. Greg, I want to give you the final word for today's show. Go ahead and share a word of encouragement or a scripture with the warrior community. I'd like to share Ephesians 4.32. And be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as God also forgave you in Christ. I want to thank our upper school dean of students, Greg Oglesby, for being on the podcast today, along with Mr. Josh and Mr. Hayburn for the behind-the-scenes support of the show. If you have any questions or comments for the show, feel free to drop us a line at podcast at mylcs.com. Be sure to subscribe to the Warrior Way podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast services. Until next time, go Warriors.